guys, it's Simmy, and this is Wrestling Unlimited, as we are here on the 8th of May, 2022, to talk about everything that went down tonight at WrestleMania Backlash. I'm going to say it right now, I thoroughly enjoyed this show. I thought just about every match delivered tremendously. I liked everything. I thought Madcap Moss and, and Happy Corbin was way better than I expected. Bobby Lashley and Omos, it was exactly what I expected, if not just a tiny bit better, but not the greatest match. What were you expecting, to be completely honest? But either way, I thought this show tonight was actually very, very good, especially for the card we were given. It's like, uh, okay, this show's going to be all right. No, I thought it was way better than all right. I thought it was really, 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 really good. And we will talk about all that. We'll also be taking your texts and calls after we do the uh, actual formal review part of the show. Then I'm going to want to hear from you guys. I'm going to want to know what you guys thought of tonight's AEW. Not AEW. Why, oh, I know why I said that. I got an AEW logo here on my screen by accident. Click the wrong thing. Last notes I took was dynamite. I accidentally clicked my dynamite notes. Let me switch this over to my backlash notes. All right, there we go. There we go. WrestleMania backlash. Ooh, we're good. We're good. We're good. One last second to open these other notes. Why does it always want to do that? Open it on the wrong screen. Here, let's go. Here. All right, we are golden, ladies and gentlemen. We're good to go. One last thing I got to throw in. Here. All right. We are now good. We're golden. We're talking WrestleMania Backlash, a show that I enjoyed watching. And a few of these matches I'd watch again. The main event and the opener. And maybe Ronda Charlotte. But I thought that match was really good as well. But regardless, I thought Cody... Ooh, I just lost the Twitch chat. I just lost the Twitch chat. Give me one second. I thought Cody and Seth... A perfect opener. I didn't think they could be better than their WrestleMania match, and they were. And that main event, when that crowd was chanting, this is awesome, they were right. That match was awesome. So a lot of great wrestling, a lot of great stuff on the show tonight. I thoroughly enjoyed it. But let's get down to it. First off, I want to say thank you for joining me here at twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited, youtube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited, and twitter.com forward slash PWUnlimited. Remember, if you are watching on Twitch, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can either help us out by hitting that a donate button down below or by donating Twitch bits in the live chat, just like uh, Jack Dawson has. Appreciate the bits, Jack. Also, remember, you can help us out by subscribing to the channel one of two different ways. You can either subscribe with a tiered subscription, just like Broken King Slender recently did for 22 months. Yeah, you heard me. 22 months. Really appreciate that. Or... You can do a Amazon Prime subscription. Because remember, Amazon Prime. All you gotta do is take that Amazon Prime account, take that Twitch account, you link them together, bada bing, bada boom, you're Prime Gaming. Prime Gaming gives you a lot of cool things like free games. Right now, the free games are Dead Space 2, The Curse of Monkey Island, Shattered, Tale of the Forgotten King, Out of Line, and so many more. Once you get free stuff, four games. Free stuff, Four games like New World, Call of Duty Warzone, League of Legends, Smite, 
Grand Theft Auto Online, Madden 22, and so much more. The one thing that never changes is you always get one free subscription to any Twitch channel you want to subscribe to throughout the month. And I'd greatly appreciate it if you did that right here for Wrestling Unlimited. And remember, it doesn't even have to be your Amazon account. It can be anybody's Amazon account, whether that's your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, your grandma, your grandpa, your auntie, your uncle, anybody. Your best friend, your best friend's wife, your best friend's wife's, I don't know, dad. Be anybody. Just go into them and go, can I use your Amazon account? Not going to cost you anything extra. I just want to link it to my Twitch, and then I can subscribe to a channel that I want to support. And I'd hope that channel you want to support was here for Wrestling Unlimited. But on the flip side, if you're watching on YouTube, you can help us out over there as well with a super chat or a super sticker donation. Remember, all super chats do get read live on the air. Also, remember that you can help us out by hitting that join button down below and becoming a channel member. As a channel member, you get early access to news, early access to podcast episodes, early access to non-news videos, and so much more. Also, remember, you can do all of that, but more directly support us and get it in a more confined area, easier to find, patreon.com forward slash PWUnlimited. Also, remember, finally, head over to the Epic Game Store. Head over to the Epic Game Store buy something whether you're buying a brand new game like sifu an old game like grand theft auto online or claiming some of the free games well use this code right here on the screen right here on the screen pw unlimited at checkout well that'll support us whether you are like i said buying a new game buying an old game claiming a free game doing something cool over there it'll support us it'll help us out it will do us Great. But finally, let's talk about this show. I do want to thank Jack Dawson for the super sticker donation. And I do want to uh, I want to thank Killjoy Army for becoming a channel member at the mid-card tier. Really do appreciate that. Really, really do appreciate that one, Killjoy Army. But with that, also remember, we'll be taking your calls. We will be taking your text messages after the review towards the end of the show. The number will be scrolling across the screen down here. Oop, right down here on the ticker is 510-906-1341. Again, we'll be taking your calls and texts after we talk about this show. Again, that's 510-906-1341. But as far as this show does go, and I am getting a mess. Ooh, there's news about, okay, give me one second. We've got news about Charlotte Flair. All right. So, okay, we got some stuff to talk about here once this match, we talk about the Charlotte Flair match. All right, all right, all right. Uh, let me read this really quickly. Uh-huh. Oh, interesting. Okay. All right, ooh. Okay, so that's interesting. We will talk about that once we get to the Charlotte Flair match. That is interesting. There is some news pertaining to Charlotte coming out of this show. But the opening match. Cody Rhodes, Seth freaking Rollins. Rollins and Rhodes had a fantastic, great, phenomenal match that some may say slightly better than their WrestleMania match. They both worked hard. Great story. It was phenomenal. They showed a Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins hype video. I felt like because they were trying to get six matches in three hours that there were... 
a little long on the video packages tonight. They were a little longer than normal. I did, I did think that. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but that's how it felt to me. But regardless, the fans sang Rollins' song as he made his entrance, but then they booed him once he got down to the ring, wearing the exact same gear he wore at WrestleMania. They then broke out in a loud Cody chant before Cody's music even hit. The story early on in this match was that Rollins is more prepared for Cody this time. And not even early on in this match. Late, when Cody would try to go for the crossroads, Seth kept um, reversing it and countering it and stuff. But Rollins quickly went for a back suplex early. Rhodes slipped out and dropped down. But Rollins blocked the punch. Rhodes then went for a scoop slam, and Rollins avoided it. Doing some of Dustin's moves here. Rollins then took over after rocking Rhodes with a vicious clothesline at ringside. Rhodes fought back and dropped down. He had a punch this time, though. He followed this up with a disaster kick and got a near fall off of it. Rhodes went for another disaster kick, but Rollins pushed him to the floor. They pushed him right over the top rope, and Cody went crumbling down. Rollins was firmly in control, and they got back into the ring. They traded some shots. Rollins recovered from those shots and sent Rhodes chest first into the turnbuckle. Rollins slowed the pace down and applied a sleeper hold. Rhodes tried to fight back and Rollins cut him off. Rollins whipped Rhodes into the corner, but Rhodes countered with a sunset flip and Rollins held onto the top rope for a two count. Rollins regained control and gave uh, Rhodes regained control and gave Rollins a superplex. They then traded hard chops and slaps in the middle of the ring. Rollins, uh, Rhodes caught Rollins with a scoop slam and sent him to the floor. Rhodes then ran up the corner and hit a crossbody. Rollins jumped back into the ring. Rollins went for a suicide dive, but Rhodes cut him off. Rhodes then hit a Cody cutter for a close near fall. Rollins fought back and went for a pedigree. Rhodes escaped, and Rollins hit a super kick for another close near fall. Rollins went for the stomp, and Rhodes moved and attempted the crossroads, but Rollins escaped. Rhodes went for a pedigree of his own, and Rollins hit him with a forearm. Or Rollins escaped and hit him with a forearm to the back of the head. Followed this up with the Falcon Arrow and got a near fall off of it. Uh, Rollins then caught him in a buckle, with a buckle bomb. Followed this up with a frog splash, a tremendous-looking frog splash, I do may add, and got a close near fall. This is when the fans broke out into a This Is Awesome chant. Rollins went for a, a Phoenix Splash. Rhodes moved, and Seth rolled through. Rollins landed on his feet, but Rhodes responded with a super kick. Rollins recovered and hit a superplex into a Falcon Arrow. Rhodes escaped and hit a crossroads. Then he tried to go, and he, drove, he went for the pin, and Seth got his foot on the ropes. Rhodes missed a moonsault, and Rollins hit the pedigree for a close near fall. Rollins then did Dusty's flip-flop and fly, and Rhodes countered it into a crossroads. Tried to go for another crossroads. Seth escaped. Rollins attempted the vertebraker. Seth escaped. Rollins then rolled up Rhodes with an O'Connor roll, holding on to the tights. Rhodes reversed. Rolled up Seth. Hold the tights. Cody wins by holding Seth's tights. So yes, Cody does win. I guess you could say Cody slightly there, didn't dare cheating a little bit. I'll tell you what. It's all good though. It's all good. Cody beats Seth for the second time in a row. But I have a feeling Seth's going to come back on Monday and go, no, Cody cheated. He, he grabbed the tights. He had a handful of tights. He cheated, he cheated, he cheated. And then maybe we get Hell in a Cell between these two. I can see it happening. 
that's that's gonna bitch and moan until he gets another match and maybe that other match is on june 5th in hell in a cell inside hell in a cell because we got to build up some cell matches now we do have to build up some hell in a cell matches as we move forward at omos with mvp Oh, actually, that first match went, I didn't give you guys the time, 20 minutes and 45 seconds. As far as the next match does goes, Omos and MVP, or Omos with MVP against Bobby Lashley. They went 8 minutes and 50 seconds. But Lashley and Omos had an okay match. I thought even this was better than the Mania match, but still, not all that great. Early on in the match, Lashley backed Omos against the ropes, but MVP caused a distraction. Omos took advantage and rocked Lashley with a boot to the face. Lashley fought back, but Omos tossed him into the ring, or tossed him to the ringside area, out of the ring. Eventually, they fought on the ringside area, they got back into the ring, and Omos gave Lashley the snake eyes on the turnbuckle and followed this up with the big boot to the face. Picked up Lashley again, but Lashley slipped out. They seemed to be on different pages here for a moment as it seemed like Omos got confused. Lashley tried to do one thing. Omos didn't really cooperate well. And then finally it all got back in when Lashley jumped on Omos's back for a sleeper. Lashley was firmly in control and tried to uh, tie Omos into the ropes. You know, the arms tied up into the ropes thing. MVP tried to break him free. The referee saw him, said don't do that. And then Lashley chased him off. He then tried to put MVP in the hurt lock, but Omos broke it up. Lashley applied the hurt lock on Omos. Omos got it. He almost got it, and then Omos broke free. Lashley rocked Omos with a boot to the face and attempted a superplex. Omos escaped, but Lashley hit a spine buster. The fans popped big for the spine buster. Omos had sent Lashley to the ring post and argued with the referee till MVP hit Lashley with a cane. Omos then hit the tree slam and picked up the victory. So yeah, they're one and one. Omos has defeated Bobby Lashley. Now many people are going to say probably, oh, well, uh, they're one and one Next pay-per-view, do we do Lashley versus Omos inside the cell? Oh, please, God, no. Oh, please, God, no. Next up, we had a match that was full of tomfoolery and chicanery. I mean, Damian Priest was supposed to be banned from the ringside area, but I guess now there's a, a line that breaks up the ramp and the ringside area, I guess you can say. Talk about all that. Thank you, Rocket. I love Kyle Larson, even though he spun himself out today. And yeah, just not a great day for Larson. Anyways. Edge and Styles had a really good match here. Started off slow and then finally built up to, well, a surprise finish. Not really a surprise finish, but a surprise person involved in the anyways. Anyways, they did tell us on commentary, you know, AJ's got a messed up shoulder. That's to his disadvantage. They ran at each other at the bell and traded shots in the middle of the ring. Styles had the early advantage as he drove Edge's head into the announce table. He followed this up with a sliding dropkick and an acai moonsault. He set it for a phenomenal forearm, but Edge cut him off. He then catapulted Styles into the steps, Edge that is. Edge slowed down the pace with a shoulder lock. Styles did break free and hit the Pele kick. Styles and Edge collided when they both went for a crossbody. Styles slammed Edge face first into the mat for a two count. Styles and Edge fought on the top turnbuckle, and Styles hit a Hurricane Rana for another two count. Styles then worked over Edge's leg and chopped him down. Edge fought back and went for another attack to the shoulder. Styles recovered and locked on the calf crusher. 
Edge broke free, but Styles went for it again. Styles gave Edge a German suplex, and Edge grabbed the middle turnbuckle pad and ripped it off. It was weird, though, because he tried to just untie it, and I think he messed up the spot here a little bit, because Edge goes to untie the turnbuckle pad and then stops and just freezes for a second, turns around, walks towards AJ. They do the little spot here. He grabs the turnbuckle, finally rips it off. It was weird that we actually saw him untie it, and the camera was right on him. The middle. It was weird, too, because I'm like, why is he... What is, why is he taking off the middle pad? What? And now we know why. We know why he took off the middle pad. It was all for this spot upcoming. Again, like I said, Styles gave Edge a, a German suplex. Edge grabbed the middle turnbuckle and ripped it off. But it was just weird that right before that, we saw Edge untie it, but not pull it off. Then kind of like slowly look around, turn around, kind of see the ref there. And yeah, it was a weird little, little spot. <clears throat> Edge did recover, but he missed a spear. Styles then rolled up Edge for a near fall. Edge regained control and hit a spear for a very close near fall of his own. Styles countered the spear with a knee to the face. He then hit the Styles Clash for a super close two. Styles couldn't go for the phenomenal forearm because of the shoulder injury. He slowly climbed to the top rope, and Damian Priest would make his way down the ramp. He gawked down, and AJ yelled at him from the top rope, and he goes, no, no, no. See this line here? That's the ringside area. This is not. This is not. Then Mallard run down and attack Damian Priest from behind. They fought into the ringside area and into the ring and then to the other side. Suddenly, a hooded figure wearing all black, black hoodie, black mask, black everything, would trip AJ on the apron. Edge then caught AJ with a crossface, and AJ didn't tap, but AJ passed out. They then stated that Edge wins by technical submission. AJ Styles could not complete the match. I'm like, okay, you want to keep AJ looking strong. They didn't want him to tap. They didn't want him to take a pin. I guess this works. So after the match, Byron Saxon said, we want to know who this guy is. Who is this guy? And it wasn't a guy at all. It was a girl. It was a female. It was a woman. The hooded person knelt down on one knee to Edge. Edge then said, rise. The person rose. Took off the mask, and it was none other than Rhea Ripley. Yep. Rhea Ripley is now in Judgment Day, as many did expect. As we look here. This up on the screen. Got Rhea Ripley here. She unveiled herself with a new look-ish. Her hair is now dyed jet black. And she also did pose with Edge in the ring. So I guess the whole two-fist straight-up thing is their symbol. Their kind of like hand gesture. So yeah, Rhea Ripley with a slightly new look. The only difference is now, instead of blonde hair, dyed it jet black. So cool. Now when are they going to add Ciampa? Because that was the other the other um, rumor that they were going to add Ciampa to this group as well. As we move forward, they showed a Bianca Belair video package, and then we had the I Quit match. So basically, it was Raw match, Raw match, Raw match. Transition, SmackDown, SmackDown, SmackDown. This match, uh, the Edge AJ match went 15 minutes, 25 seconds. The I Quit match went 16 minutes, 33 seconds. They aired a Flair Rousey promo video before this. And Flair and Rousey themselves had a really good I Quit match. I thought this match 
was super fun. They worked hard, you can really tell. The match actually told a really good story, yet the crowd just kept going, we want tables, we want tables, a lot. A lot of we want tables chants from this crowd, which they didn't do because there's a big-ass table spot in the main event. The bell rang. They charged at one another. Rousey worked over Flair's arm and went for the Piper's pit, but Flair fought back. Flair hit a high-angle German suplex with Rousey landing right, right, right on the top of her head. Flair backed Rousey against the barricade and rocked her with some chops. Rousey refused to quit. Rousey then uh, threw Flair over the barricade and grabbed the microphone. Flair jumped up and rocked Rousey with a boot to the face. Flair pulled out a kendo stick from under the ring. Rousey grabbed the stick. Flair then ran to the back, and when she came back, she had two kendo sticks. And I go, ah, you're a little bit late for May the 4th for trying to do a lightsaber battle here. You're a little late. A little late. That's the first thing I thought. Oh, May the 4th. That was, a mon that was last Monday. That was a week ago. Rousey grabbed those kendo sticks too and beat down Flair. Referee asked if she wanted to quit, and she yelled, Hell no. Rousey continued to beat down on Flair with the kendo sticks. Multiple hard shots. Flair grabbed the camera off the cameraman's shoulder, and she threw it right at Rousey, but missed. Just threw the camera right at her, like, holy fuck. That camera probably ain't being used for the rest of the night. Rousey and Flair then brawled through the crowd. Flair took over after throwing a drink in Rousey's eyes. Then she got the drink on her arms and was kind of like, Ew. Looking at her arms like, you? No. <laughs> she then tossed Rousey into the hockey boards. Flair whipped Rousey around the railing. She asked her if she wanted to quit. This is basically the same spot that she did with um, Sasha Banks years ago as well. When they had their big, what was it? I think it was an I quit match. Or was it false count anywhere? It was a Raw match. The main event. It was like first time women in main evented on Raw. Since um, Trish and Lita. But regardless, she did this spot again. Where she put Ronda, like, say my fingers are, this is the top rail, this is the bottom rail. She put Ronda between the rails and, like, bent her back like this. Asked her if she wanted to quit. Ronda again said no. Flair then tried to hit Rousey at one point with a chair. And Rousey blocked the chair shot. Flair then ran back to the ring. Flair kicked the chair out of Rousey's hands and drove her to the in, uh, into the announce table. Fans then started really breaking down to that We Want Tables chance. Flair took over after giving Rousey a powerbomb onto the barricade. Rousey went for the Piper's pit, but Flair escaped and pushed her into the ring post. The fans then broke out into another We Want Tables chance. Was May the 4th on Wednesday? Oh, it was. I was wrong. I thought it was last Monday. My bad. Yeah, false count anywhere says K. Ballard. The Flair climbed to the top rope, but Rousey cut her off. Rousey locked on an arm bar from the apron. So technically Charlotte was like her legs were draped. Her legs and body were kind of draped over the top rope. So like these are the ropes. Here's the inside of the ring. Here's the outside of the ring. Flair was bent over like on the outside like this. Had her in the arm bar. You want to quit? You want to quit? You want to quit? No. They then both took a nasty looking bump to the floor that looked very bad. Crowd again. We want tables. Then we see this kid in the front row with a fiend mask, all decked out like the fiend. And Pat McAfee goes, is that the fiend in the front row, Michael Cole? And I'm like, he would. He would acknowledge that. 
Hot damn, he would acknowledge that. Flair attacked Rousey with a chair. Multiple chair shots, actually, at ringside. Flair hit the natural selection on the chair back into the ring, but Rousey refused to quit. Flair locked on the figure eight, but Rousey broke free with a chair. Flair regained control and set up the chair. Flair then grabbed the mic. Told her, this is your last chance to quit. She said, I want to wish you a happy Mother's Day. A furious Rousey then countered Flair for whatever she was going to do with the chair. Uh, put Flair's arm through the chair, locked on the submission, the, the arm bar. And basically, she's like, you want to quit? And Charlotte said, no. She goes, I hope you'd say that. And she bent the arm back the wrong way, really wrenched it in, and finally, Charlotte gave up. And with that, Ronda Rousey is the new SmackDown Women's Champion. Actually, no. I did not mention that, Big Dog. So when they did the... I don't know if that's anything to note, though. I don't know why they would have done that, but they did a Now Then Forever video, and it was glitching. And it glitched right into the cold open of the show, the opening, the video that opened up the show. I don't know what that was supposed to be or what that was supposed to mean, but it was kind of weird. But I don't think it means anything. Okay, Bella, Charlotte is not actually hurt. That is storyline. Charlotte Flair is not actually hurt. We actually have a story on that from Fightful, as Fightful did a report the following. Charlotte Flair lost the SmackDown Women's title at WWE Backlash, and an injury angle was booked to have Ronda Rousey give Flair an out of storyline. Fightful was told, that WWE creative was told Charlotte would be taking a little time off and a kayfabe injury angle was set up for WrestleMania backlash. On the show, it was said that she suffered a fracture of the radius, which is completely storyline. Rifle closes this out by stating, quote, we're not told if the Charlotte absence is to start immediately or how long it is supposed to last. So Charlotte Flair is not injured. They did a fake a fake injury angle coming out of this match because Charlotte needs some time off. Why? We don't know. We don't know why she needs the time off, and we don't know how long she's going to be out for, but it looks like that means, A, Charlotte most likely will not get a rematch here anytime soon, and they got to build up somebody else for, uh, for Ronda Rousey. Who that somebody else is? You think about, you know, the SmackDown women's roster, who you got, Lacey Evans? That's all I can think of. She might be actually a heel instead of a babyface like we all thought, though, because of what they did on Friday. So, see how that goes. But Ronda's going to need a new challenger if Charlotte is actually taking some time off. We then got Cody Rhodes doing a promo for Money in the Bank inside Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, Nevada. I thought it was a really cool-looking video. We then had a 9-minute and 39-second match, Madcap Moss and Happy Corbin. I thought the match was all right, better than I expected. It did drag at times, I will say that. It did drag at times, but, hey, this did its job, I guess you could say, kind of getting over Madcap Moss. We played a video package before the match starts, and Moss had the early advantage. Well, that was until Corbin took over with a choke slam about a minute or two in. Corbin 
continued to beat down Moss and whipped him into the corner. Corbin slowed down the pace with the chin lock. Corbin hit the around the post uh, clothesline and got a near fall off of it. He slammed down Moss and hit a senton for a near fall. Moss bounced off the ropes and knocked Corbin to the ringside area. He tackled Corbin um, and he tackled Corbin and threw him into the ring post. Moss caught Corbin and hit a fallaway slam for a near fall. Moss set up for the punchline, but Corbin countered into a back suplex. Corbin placed Moss on the top turnbuckle, but Moss fought back. Corbin then hit the deep six and got a near fall off. It was more like a deep 12, maybe a deep nine. He spun this guy around big time for the deep six here. But the finish of the match then came when Corbin went for the around the post clothesline again, but Moss countered it with a sunset flip into the pin to pick up the victory right there. Mad Cat Moss does defeat Happy Corbin, as most would have expected. And I'm sitting here, and I'm watching this match, and I go, you know what? Moss could be a pretty good star. I think Moss could be a pretty big star for the company. He's... I'm going to say it right now. The last couple of years, I've noticed him getting better, especially this last year. He's been getting better. And he's got the look. Good-looking guy. He's got that body that Vince really likes. So, I'll say it right now. I think Madcap Moss could be a pretty, maybe not a top star, but a pretty big star for this company if pushed correctly. We then got a Drew McIntyre video that played before a commercial for Hell in a Cell. We then had Roman Reigns versus Roman Reigns and the Usos, the Bloodline, taking on Drew McIntyre and RK Bro. Yeah, you're right. Since Saturday says he says he needs to ditch the suspenders. Yes, needs to ditch the suspenders. As far as this match going, 22 minutes and 9 seconds. I think it was the second longest match of the night. Actually, it might have been the longest. Let me see. Cody and Seth was 20. AJ was 15. Charlotte went 16. So actually, this was like just under two minutes, the longest match of the night. Sure. Axel N says, Madcap for the Intercontinental title? I wouldn't be opposed to that at all. Before this match did start, they recapped Ronda Rousey defeating Charlotte Flair, and that's when they gave the update of Charlotte possibly having a quote-unquote broken arm, but we know that's all storyline. As we move forward, this main event was fantastic. Started slow, built, 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 and then took off, just like a match really should. That's what you call great storytelling in a match, and this match had a lot of that, a lot of that. And I also did like the fact that um, they had a Corey to commentary here. It was a three-man booth because they did have two people from Raw. So you got to have one guy represent Raw in commentary. Cole at one point pointed out that Reigns has been champ for 616 days. Kyle then broke out into a Randy chant before the match even started. Early on, Jimmy Uso backed Orton into the corner. Orton broke free by poking Jimmy in the eyes. McIntyre tag, uh, tagged in and caught Jimmy with the belly-to-belly -belly suplex. He then pointed at Reigns to get into the ring. Heyman begged Reigns not to tag in because he had nothing to prove. Reigns did tag in, and the fans popped huge. McIntyre and Reigns faced off to another pop. Reigns then turned around, walked back, and tagged himself out to tremendously thunderous boos. This was, this was great. I loved it. They're like, oh, looks like Roman's had a change of heart. 
Heels then took over and isolated Riddle on their side of the ring. Reigns finally tagged him, and Riddle was in trouble. Riddle tried to fight back, but Reigns rocked him with a back elbow. He slammed down Riddle with a rock bottom and got a two off of it. At this point, nothing against Corey Graves, but I felt like Michael Cole and Pat McAfee were the better two on commentary, really making this match feel important. I guess there were no real stakes on the line, but I felt like Michael Cole and Corey Graves, and again, or Michael Cole and Pat McAfee, more than Graves. Graves a little, but not as much for some reason. Really made this match feel important. Jimmy at one point missed a splash in the corner, but Jay cut Riddle off. Jay then knocked Orton off the apron with a super kick. He went for the Rikishi splash, but Riddle countered with a knee. Reigns then threw Jay back into the ring and tagged himself. At the same time, Riddle tagged the McIntyre and Cole noited, oh no. This is about to go down. Pat lost his shit, as Michael Cole noted that. And Reigns couldn't avoid McIntyre this time because the Usos were both down. McIntyre and Reigns did face off in the middle of the ring. McIntyre caught Reigns with the belly-to-belly -belly suplex. He then took out Jimmy and Jay with neck breakers. Reigns recovered and hit a Superman punch on McIntyre as Randy Orton's on the apron doing his thing going back and forth, you know, like he does. And the crowd's just going, Randy, Randy, Randy. Reigns then taunted Orton and Riddle, who were on the apron. He knocked Riddle down and celebrated. McIntyre took advantage and hit the Claymore on Reigns. I was like, oh, crap. Orton then got just a tremendous pop when he ran wild off of a hot tag. He power slammed, hit a power slam on Reigns and a draping DDT on Jimmy. Orton then tossed Jay to the ringside area. Reigns tried to jump Orton, and Orton hit Reigns with an RKO. This crowd lost their shit. I was like, what the fuck? They actually lit. Holy crap, I didn't expect that. I did not expect to see Orton hit Roman with an RKO. Roman Reigns with an RKO. Orton then hit an RKO on Jimmy and went for the pin before Jay broke it up. McIntyre jumped back in and went for a Claymore, but Jay responded with a super kick. Riddle then tagged in and got his chance to run wild. Uh, I think it was McAfee on commentary called Riddle a massive star. He, uh, Riddle, that is, rocked Reigns with a knee and hit a Broton on Jay. He followed up with a floating bro for a close near fall. Crowd broke out into a super loud This Is Awesome chant. Jay avoided Riddle and hit a pop-up neckbreaker, and Orton broke up the pin attempt. Orton beat down Jay around ringside, and suddenly Reigns hit a Superman punch on Orton, so he got his back. McIntyre sent Reigns into the ring post and cleared the announce table to a big pop. Fans have been dying for a table spot since that woman's title match. Reigns then fought back and gave McIntyre a rock bottom through the announce table. Crowd lost their shit because they got their table spot. Riddle then took out all the heels with the crossbody. Jay recovered and hit a suicide dive on Riddle. Back in the ring, Riddle and Jay traded knees and super kicks. The finish of the match then came when Riddle hit the RKO on Jay from the top rope. Reigns then made a blind tag that I didn't even notice at first and speared Riddle to pick up the victory. After the match, the Bloodline and Paul Heyman. Do we call Heyman part of the Bloodline? Or is it just Roman and the Usos? That's my question. But Reigns, Jimmy, Jay, and Paul Heyman all celebrated as the show went off the air. I thought this match was fantastic. This main event was just oh a great way to end a show this match was just all out action super fun tremendous i loved 
the crap out of this match. Overall, I thoroughly, like I said at the beginning here, I thoroughly enjoyed this show. I really, really, really loved this show. But you know what I thought? Now it's time to hear what you guys thought of WrestleMania Backlash. Remember, you can call or text in 510-906-1341. Again, that's 510-906-1341. But before we do that, we got to talk about the sponsor of this video. Well, that's 630 Bicycle Company. Again, that's 630 Bicycle Company. Every kid loves riding a bike. And the love grew into a lifelong passion for 630. In the early 2000s, we were swept up in the Southern California beach culture and found the cruiser bicycle an integral part of that lifestyle. Trust me, somebody that spent a lot of time in LA because I have family in LA, yeah, riding your bike along the beach, whether that's like Long Beach or Venice Beach or whatever, big time. Nothing in the world seemed to matter when we were on our bicycles cruising along the beach, enjoying the sand and the sun. Smiled more, laughed more, enjoyed more. We wanted to bring an innovative and refreshed look for bike designs in the past. And so, 630 Bicycle Company was born. 630 Bicycle Company is at the forefront of producing stylish and highly functional cruiser bicycles that are comfortable, durable, and reliable, and all at a very reasonable price range. Whether it is a standard or electric bike, we're confident at 630, well, we'll have a bike for your fit. Looking for a standard or electric bike? Then 630 is here for you. Use our link in the description below or in the chat. Well, support us right here at Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Head over to pwunlimited.co forward slash 630. Spell it all out. pwunlimited.co forward slash S-I-X-T-H-R-E-E-Z-E-R-O. When purchasing a new bike or even just checking out a bike through 630 Bicycle Company. With that, check out the polls before we do go to the text messages and the calls. <clears throat> for as the Twitch poll does go, 83% of you on Twitch liked the show, with 17% not liking it. For as the Twitter poll does go, 41.2% liked it, 41.2% thought it was just all right. And 17.6% did not like Backlash. As far as the, let's see, bum, 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 as far as the YouTube poll does go, 73% liked the show, 22% thought it was just alright, and 5% did not like WrestleMania Backlash. Also, Stephanie B. Parker, we are sorry to hear that about your father. As far as the text messages go, remember you can text into 510-906-1341. Again, that's 510-906-1341. You can also call into the show if you would like. Same phone number. As far as text messages do go, you say, what's the plan for Roman and titles? Will Roman lose the titles before WrestleMania 39? So we do have a little bit of info pertaining to Roman Reigns and a, a promo he did last night at a live event. He stated that, you know, he's ready to take some time off. And Fightful does have an update on this, stating, quote, Roman Reigns grabbed some attention after his Trenton, New Jersey promo at a live event went, at a live event when it went viral. And he indicated he 
He didn't know if he'd be back again. Stifle inquired with numerous people backstage in WWE after the promo who say that he's heavily figured into creative plans for the company for the foreseeable future and not expected to leave, quote, anytime soon. The prospect of him getting movie roles and eventually needing time off was something that many in WWE had expected for a long time, particularly once he landed that spot a few years ago in Hobbs and Shaw. However, producers, staff, and higher-ups said that they have not been informed of any extended scheduled time off for Roman Reigns. So with that, it doesn't look like Roman will be taking any time off or taking some time off anytime soon. But we do have one call coming in here. Let's grab that really fast. Caller on the air, what's going on? Yeah, um, my name is Eric Brunton. Is this um, Pro Wrestling Unlimited? Yes, it is. Oh, is it Timmy? Yes, it is. Hey, how you doing, man? How you been doing? Pretty good yourself. I'm doing all right. I'm looking at you right now. Look at the, um, yeah, at, you know, the part where you're talking about with Roman Reigns is, you know, doing regarding his WWE title situation. Right. At the winner of all the matches from um, WWE's um, WrestleMania Backlash. Yeah, that was a good show, and um, I, really, I, I enjoyed it, and especially the six-man tag. That was, you know, great. You know, I was hoping um, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, and um, Matt Riddle would win, but you know the bloodline won it. But that was a good, that was a good uh, main event, though. You yeah. know. Yeah, I would agree. That match was a fan freaking fantastic. Yeah, it was. It was. But let me ask you this: um, Do you think that this event is will was better, or will be better than? AEW's Double or Nothing coming up on May 29th. Uh, oh, a call just disconnected. I don't know what happened there, but as far as his question does go about if this is going to be better than AEW Double or Nothing, I can't answer that question because we don't know what exactly is going to be on AEW Double or Nothing. We know of four matches, kind of. We know that AEW's got the world title match, the women's world title match, and the two finals for the paper, the, the tournaments. Other than that, we don't know what else is on the show, so I can't answer that question. Yeah, Fonzie, I did fix the echo. Sorry about that. Um, I can't answer that question without knowing what the card for for um, what's it called? The card for the AEW show is actually going to be. So that one's kind of hard to answer and predict because we just don't know. We don't have all the answers right now. We just don't. But if you guys also want to call in, you can do so at five one zero. 906-1341. I do apologize for that call cutting out there on that caller. But as far as text messages do go, this one says, what are your thoughts on Ronda Rousey becoming the new SmackDown Women's Champion? Surprised they didn't do it at Mania. That's all I'm going to say. Surprised they didn't do it at Mania. Or says, you find it interesting that the heels came out first for all the Raw matches. Also, do you think the right team won in the main event? Honestly, that's a loaded question as far as the main event goes. Because, you know, I would have liked to see, like, McIntyre pin Jey Uso or something, or Jimmy, whichever Uso, it didn't really matter, and then go, hey, I won. Where's my title match, Roman? Come on, let's go. Now, Riddle taking the pin doesn't surprise me at all. Roman pinning Riddle. That's what a lot of people were predicting. That's what I thought at one point could have happened. Because I'm like... If the Bloodline win, it's going to be Roman pinning Riddle. If 
The baby faces win. It'll probably be Drew pinning, you know. And the whole thing with Roman and when he's going to defend his title. The rumor coming out of this week's Wrestling Observer newsletter was Dave Meltzer reported that Vince actually wanted to wait till one of the big, um, what's it called, stadium shows before Roman has that big title defense, the next big title defense. Um, the next text message says, what's next for Roman Reigns after he beats Drew McIntyre? Who challenges Ronda Rousey first for the championship? So again, Roman, we don't really know exactly. But as far as who's next for Ronda, I don't know. Like I said, the only one I can think of is Lacey Evans. Unless Bailey is ready to return. If Bailey is ready to return, then there is that chance. There is that chance that Bailey could show up and go, Hey, Ronda, have we ever had Bailey versus Ronda one-on-one? Um, I'm going to look that up. Um, had a call coming in, but then it... Nope. Tried to take that call, but it did not go. Um, oh, here we go. Here we go. Caller, you're on the air. What's going on? Hello? Yes. Uh, you're on the air. How's it going? What did you think of Backlash? What do you think of Backlash? Uh, uh, well, uh, I, I really uh, love the event. Uh, uh, I was really so, so damn proud of Roddy Ronda Rousey. I, um, I was so really ecstatic. Um, because when she turned that off, uh, turn, turn, uh, Sean Fred's arm uh, like, at a 45 degree angle, uh, like, like a trick, I was like, whoa, whoa, like, what the hell? Like, are you serious? Like, I was like, oh, my God. I just couldn't even believe my very own eyes. I was so shocked. I am so proud that she's the new SmackDown Women's Champion. I think she's going to do great. Uh, much, much better than Sean Flair. I was wondering, who do you think is going to be her new challenger? I want to say thank you for the call there. As far as, like, the... Question goes right into what we were just talking about. So I like that. Um, again, thank you for the call. But as far as Ronda's next challenger, I think it's going to either be Lacey Evans or maybe a returning Bailey. I'm looking it up right here. And we've only ever had Ronda versus Bailey in a singles match once before. They've actually only ever been in the ring together twice. On uh, January 28th, 20, no, so on January 21st, 2019, it was Bailey and Sasha against Natalia and Ronda. Then, on, uh, let's see, it was a Monday Night Raw, January 28th, 2019. It was Bailey versus Ronda. And I think there was, if I'm not mistaken, a title match. Ronda did come out victorious. Yes, Ronda Rousey versus Bailey on Raw, Raw Women's title match. Ronda did come out victorious in that one. So, they have worked together before in singles matches. They've had two matches together. So it's like, they haven't done much. So this is, in theory, you could say, this is a kind of a new matchup. This is kind of a new matchup for Ronda Rousey when it comes to her working with Bailey. Because again, they haven't worked together since 2019. And they worked for like, they worked twice. Two matches, a tag and a singles. So, 
I think this would be great. Heel Bailey coming back, working Ronda Rousey. Bada bing, bada boom. Next uh, text message here says, "You see AJ Styles and Finn Balor becoming an actual, becoming an actual tag team, or just temporary to face Judgment Day." Also, when do you see the bloodline separating? I don't see the bloodline separating at all until like Dwayne comes to break them all up and say, "Hey, you know what? You don't need to follow this man." But as far as Finn and AJ being a team, I think it. If I'm thinking, if I'm just going to predict right now without really knowing the direction, I would say temporary for now. It could lead to something, but I don't have faith in them actually making AJ and Finn a viable actual tag team. I just don't. I don't see it. And finally, the last text message here. Person says, what's next for Roman after he... Oh, it's the same one I... Someone sent this twice. So what's next for Roman Reigns? We, I mean, it's going to be Drew eventually. But when and where? If they want to really wait till, you know, the stadium show for Roman to defend, that's early July. Money in the bank. Then you have SummerSlam, late July. And then September 4th, 5th, I don't remember exactly, Clash of the Castle, the whale show. We would assume that's when, when Drew gets his big title shot, but I don't know what they do in the interim. Because if what I would do is Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns, main event, clash at the castle, clash at the castle in Cardiff, Wales for the title. McIntyre maybe wins it. Maybe just saying. Doubt it, but I would like to see that. That would be phenomenal. So with that. That's WrestleMania Backlash, ladies and gentlemen. I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited. YouTube.com forward slash PWUnlimited. And Twitter.com forward slash PWUnlimited. We'll be back live tomorrow morning for the wrestling wrap-up. Then we got we got Monday Night Raw tomorrow night. We're going to recap all that as well. So with that, again, guys, have a great rest of your night. Have a great Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. We'll see you guys next time. We'll see ya tomorrow morning for the wrestling wrap-up, like I stated. Tomorrow night for Monday Night Raw and so forth. So with that, guys, again, have a great rest of your night. And I'll see you next time.